in every district there is a child welfare committee across length and breadth of the country and every district also there is a juvenile justice board where those children who are in the coming in the conflict with law so when we say children according to uncrcp according to our juvenile justice also it is uh, from 0 to 18 years so this act covers the children from 0 to 18 years of age and uh, when you see any children in the street situations a public can call 109h that is a child line they will be able to interact with the child and they will be able to produce a child in the child welfare committee and there is a one more system called district child protection unit in every district in short it is called dcpu and as per the needs further rehabilitation process will be undertaken hello everyone i am jitendra singh banker turned entrepreneur and author of the book app hack mastering the art of selling i welcome you to read my story where i interview authors speakers coaches celebrities entrepreneur and more today i have with me miss vedahi subramani she is a passionate social worker specializing in child rights welfare and disability with an experience of more than 30 plus years both in private and government sector worked as a senior positions in multiple organizations currently she is the chairperson of a child welfare committee in south delhi government of delhi and initiated member in many social committees as well in her current role leading the foster care and deinstitutionalization initiative during her tenure in jjp facilitated cics to be placed in community services for rehabilitation besides the above also a teaching faculty in igno on social work for the post grads and empowering uh, students by sharing insights and practical experiences in the field of social work today she will be discussing with us about her life journey so let us here from her welcome ma'am the platform is open and now over to you thank you uh, i am vaidehi uh, now i am in delhi basically i belong to chennai my native language is tamil in about uh, 20 years back uh, i came to chennai i mean i came from chennai to delhi it's almost uprooting from uh, my culture my language my tradition to delhi and basically i am a very workaholic person but i left many things in chennai and landed in delhi then i didn't know in the initial stages where to engage myself and uh, how to mix with the delhi people and uh, especially the language is the main thing right. of course the culture was also very different for me here and um, i joined as a volunteer in an organization called akshay pratishthan then uh, slowly i've uh, grown along with the delhi people and delhi culture of course delhi work culture also right. so of course i'm very happy at delhi now and this is my startup in uh, delhi if i go back to my childhood uh, days it was not a very happy childhood because uh, i myself is a pastmer child in the family with about seven siblings and right. uh, so the life wasn't that much easy and my obsession towards my education was very great even now my obsession is still there for my education wonderful and uh, with all the culture and tradition given by mother single widow lady who has reared about seven children that five girls and two boys in the family you can imagine with uh, not much resources to make up the family how it would be tough she it has given us really hard for her very hard for her she has given us courage every tissue and every cell of us is made of courage only so Correct. we face things at ease and we could hide our feelings and be smiling always 
and all of us are really placed well at present and i wish my mother is there to see all of us now right. so uh, this is my childhood uh, days right that's really uh, like very tough on uh, your mother's part she have done so hard efforts to raise all uh, the children and that yeah. too, like number was also big so ma'am if big. i talk about you uh, like how did your past life has affected the person you wanted to be in your life and what you are yeah so i always imagined to be of a service giver but uh, the times were not uh, suitable to give my service at free of course or my time so i have to run around or i have to make my life a career oriented to meet the both the ends and i have to sacrifice my education and uh, take up my jobs at a very early age like other my my siblings have done also right my elder sister was very supportive of us she sacrificed her life to be with my mom and did all the work so i wanted to enter in a social work field only so i started my career as a social worker or assistant social worker in an organization called indian comfort child welfare right way back 40 years back i wasn't qualified for that by default i joined i grabbed the techniques of it and by necessities i have ended up in the corporate life for some time then i started my own enterprise then faced lot of challenges and taken as experience again later part what was my dream in my childhood now i able to do at the age of late 40s to up to now i'm doing it Wonderful. so this is my it's dream been, it's been a huge it's a huge leap of course with a um, lot of uh, challenges and struggles Yeah. and uh, you just mentioned 40 years uh, 40 years into social service and whatever you are doing and you are doing it for a longer period like four decades it's it's yeah. really a huge yeah. huge period so uh, wonderful to uh, hear about that that you have done so many hard work to reach this place so if i talk about your uh, passion what are the things you are passionate about in your life yeah i told you education has been my obsession that turned out to my passion also i have studied a graduation at my initial years then i stepped into creating my own enterprise of medicals retail and wholesale and ownership right. then my passion for education has continued i ended up in college at the age of 35 and uh, studied my pharmacy course and whereas my course students were half of my age in that college right. but i felt very youthful at that time with mentally with my child going to seventh standard studying i went to college and uh, up to 3 o'clock i'll be in college then after 3 o'clock i come back to my business and i was taking care of it all still 7 o'clock till 8 o'clock like 10 o'clock like that so my passion has been continuing for my education even today also so i told you i have landed up in delhi what i missed a professional course in my early years i continued at the age of 45 i did uh, my post graduate diploma in ngo management then a masters in social work and mphil in social work also then after entering in the child right protection now again i'm continuing post graduate diploma in child rights law so my passion is always along with my education and my work only and uh, lack of uh, education at an appropriate age has never been a disturbance for me i want to always work and upgrade myself professionally qualified so that i will be able to do a better service and i will be able to deliver better things to my profession where i am so really wonderful my, so education has been always on my line and for the past uh, nearly 15 uh, 17 years i've been into my spiritual studies under the guidance of uh, swami ji then all online classes i attend uh, 
beat bhagavad gita and these upanishads these other text so that my material sciences and my spiritual sciences has makes me a better person to do my work in a most right. uh, better way Right. and uh, you've been uh, like learning so many things along with the spirituality and also you are teaching uh, whatever you have learned and supporting people in terms of like so you are uh, doing social service also training to uh, young children yeah. basically about yeah all the learning so my passion is to impact the youth Right. And uh, so many uh, students are going to social work, and many children are coming to many students are coming to IGNU to do their uh, post graduation courses for um, social work and right. uh, criminal justice courses and all. So I could see when they have missed the early bus when they come here, so that I can uh, really feel the pain or the time constraint for them, so that I am able to impact them with my knowledge and with my experiences. So right. regular class teachers. Uh, do not have field level field level experience whereas i have a um, body of knowledge plus my work experience so it makes me as a better person to interact with the students so Correct. children uh, students are uh, benefited i am able to give um, better training so that the future social workers are trained well and they will do a better service to the nation so that is the aim also definitely you have a theoretical knowledge as well as practical implication practical. of that knowledge that will yes. really help uh, young uh, grads pros grads for them yes. to understand like what exactly is the uh, scope how to implement those things in a right way and what is yeah. the outcome they should expect from whatever they are doing that is yes. really important so ma'am yeah. if i talk about uh, your work and experiences some of the things you have already mentioned but how yeah. your journey was through like how you started your career what all you did during those times and what you are currently doing uh, at this stage yeah see now actually i told you when i landed up in uh, delhi i joined the sakshat prashan only it's a school of uh, children with uh, able bodied and children with disabilities it's an eye opener even for me also how in a classroom children with cerebral palsy children with down syndrome children with autism stay along with the normal students so the environment is quite disabled friendly the curriculum is also very uh, peace friendly the cultural activities were together and uh, that gave me a lot of um, confidence to move in this field further also so there my uh, programs whatever i have done in the community level organizations i brought in very innovative programs for the organization and uh, especially in a colony in near uh, basant kunj uh, there is a bengali community where there are more than 1000 children are doing rag picking okay. so when we did the community survey we felt these students should be in the school hours it should be in the school but unfortunately they are going for the rag picking so we i presented a very good proposal for the management then we brought those uh, children uh, to school and uh, make them start scratch and we never stop their uh, rag picking also because it is their livelihood so right. we are conveniently uh, suited their timings in the afternoon sessions so more than 200 uh, students used to come after the school hours of our school and they come after 2 o'clock 
So we engage social workers mainly, apart from teachers, to instill the grooming first. Even to stay in a class hour of 45 minutes, the children were not being able to adjust. They are not uh, they are not tuned from the childhood. Right. So it becomes a challenge, and uh, we were able to do it in a very sustainable manner. And uh, so we had like bridge programs and all. So then the, those children were formally inducted into normal schools also. Right. So that's so when. major achievement where we could impact more than 150 students like that into mainstream and uh, that is uh, that is one of thing and uh, in the institution only i developed this distance education mode of uh, offering uh, ba courses bsw courses msw courses and counseling courses apart from ma public many students were coming so the facilitating such courses facilitating a bandwidth of the course so right. that with the ignore tie up so we could uh, it was a good get contribution for the institution by the innovative ideas and with the support of ignu and the akshay pradesh funds Great, so great. these are big milestones which happened. Uh, in fact, that uh, rag picking uh, program we could uh, get the national award also from the state government. So I feel that's a contribution as a social worker to an institution. Definitely, when you uh, support the society, support the needy people, you also get rewarded for your uh, hard work, and that really uh-huh. pays well. Yeah. So the recognition also came that gave me a lot of satisfaction. Right. So, and that is that yeah. is the best thing. like in return you get people are recognizing you people are praising you for your work you get motivated yeah. and you do to do further things try to do more things so that yeah. is wonderful and you have done so many great things so if i talk yeah. about your vision mission and goal for next 5 to 10 years from now uh, what that is yeah see uh, i am in the jj systems for nearly 9 years this is my third tenure in the juvenile justice system so my term will be ending in 31st december uh, 23 okay. so if you if my goal i am already in my late uh, 60s so my goal will be my sharing of my knowledge to the people right and uh, i would uh, go for more trainings of those people capacity building so i want to share my experience and impact people and uh, be part of society of jewel justice wherever is possible i could be able to contribute so this is my goal and um, that is my goal and uh, i start teaching uh, in the covid time uh, our family children family has been very great importance for me always and nowadays we are very our siblings are we are very together though my siblings are there in chennai only but we are very together when we are uh, connected well and um, now our uh, my child and uh, i have we have grandchildren in our family so we we were about 5 6 but now the next generation children have got only one one so yeah. i feel at the later date they may not have any uncles or aunts or anything so i want to create a sort of a legacy to be a second uh, second level cousins and such children to be united in covid time i started uh, teaching them uh, shlokas and uh, geeta chanting and all so sort of everyday children come through google link and uh, they learn also uh, and i want to sow the seed of uh, 
spirituality in them and uh, the main aid is we are together so like the be it my brother's grandchild or my sister's grandchildren or my grandchildren so this this uh, at family level i'm able to unit the third generation so that is a great satisfaction i what i missed with my uh, daughter in my running around i'm able to get more satisfaction in being a grandma now <laughs> definitely and this is the wonderful thing we can think of at this time because uh, what earlier happened you rightly pointed out we used to be two to three uh, like siblings Thanks. so so family was complete like two to three people are there like kids yeah. are there children are there growing together so they have yeah. things to share they have people to fight with they have people yeah. to like safeguard them uh, support them so yeah. motivate them but these days only one child in a family so for that child there yeah. is no support there is no one to fight there is no one to like share things with yeah so and uh, there's nothing to fall back also for them and that's what i feel yes. so like every month i call some uh, important person in my whom i have people have impacted me and uh, i call them they interact with them so sort of a, it's a nice work that uh, i feel at a family level in able to impact those uh, grandchildren correct. it's a real satisfying uh, thing for me correct and for grandparents this could be one thing that they educate their grandchildren like yeah. all the all the uh, cousins to stay together to form a family and to to support each other that could each be other. the best thing these days possible so wonderful yeah. thought map really appreciate yeah so the for three but they have that whatsapp group they chat they one will dance one will sing one will play tennis so they know how to appreciate they know other fields also yes a lot of give and take is there so they I look forward for holidays to be spent together so uh, this is this is the objective of life like stay together exactly yeah so ma'am if i talk about your ma- most important life lessons you have learned from your personal and professional journey both uh my personal life i told you initially i learned courage maybe it is inbuilt or it is in the genes i would say i learned from my husband I'm not I've not learned I would say I'm still learning patience so as a as a quality otherwise I learned to be take everyone as equal whether my child or neighborhood child or any other child okay. I want to treat everybody as equal so this has been there I'm really I'm very consciously I work for that so I don't want to differentiate anybody whether the child is my child or next door or the child before me in my office so I want to be really empathetic not only empathetic I feel if this child is before me is my child what I would do so like that I try to objectify and I try I want to give best like that so okay. it is not only for the child whoever is in my uh, thing if anybody wants i want to definitely i don't know how to say no so i want to say yes and i'll try to accommodate so this is a learning that uh, has been there from the beginning so i want to really i don't think it can go from me also i want to still only sharpen it further <laughs> right and that's in really the, wonderful in the professional front um, there are if the system is there if i am able to work well and i can demand from the system instead of blaming the system or in, instead of blaming the um, setup i if i am going to do it then i will be able to take things i want to be a model so like coming to office if i am coming early i don't want others to come or early i want to be with my own pace i don't want to do like that so like that no if i want to um, uh, do work and um, i can demand from the system so that i need not fear so that i have learned in my prep i am able to do it i am able to achieve things also 
right if i am genuine i will be able to get my things done so this is what i have learned this is what i am doing it also sure sure that is the like best way to do things in a right once you do things right then you can always uh, demand for it yeah that's all i don't have i need, if i am going to be manipulative then i cannot do it so i want to be sure and uh, so that is why i don't have any fear again the fearless only because fearless i'm truthful so that is why that is my professional uh, things uh, so i need not hesitate in asking if i'm going to be right in asking correct if, if you are right whatever you are doing you cannot be hesitant to ask anything like you would yes. ask for support you would get support you would exactly. ask for you would get that you would, you would want to change yeah. uh, in in the system that would also uh, being accommodated so yes. first step is what you do so that is so i will try to do as much as possible by me right then i will bring in resources also correct and if if that doesn't work also i will fight for it definitely fighting right. also not uh, violently and no? i will fight for the justice so like that especially i am in the job or general justice there if the child requires that system i will see that i where i have to knock the door so i will be able to get it correct so correct. i must be resourceful enough also resource in the sense not material i must know the right person to approach so uh, that's really uh, wonderful to hear about uh, what your life learnings were and how to implement them in personal life would be really a wonderful thing so ma'am if i talk about like you just mentioned that you are working uh, with children on different different aspects so uh, we see lot of children roadside begging uh, we also see child labor we also see some children involved in crimes some children are sexually abused as well so how to protect these children yeah you asked a lot of questions in then i have time Single, in a single apartment. Person. Yeah, no, no, no problem. I, I would summarize it. There's no problem. Uh, actually, um, systems are in place. Uh, this entire thing is covered under Juvenile Justice System, Juvenile Justice Act also. So, Juvenile Justice Act has got two portions. One is uh, children in need of care and protection, and another one is children in conflict with law. the first category what you said uh, the children who are uh, in street situations in child labor categories and who are sexually abused also those children require our need and they do, they have to be cared and they have to be protected also so we call them uh, those children as the children in need of care and protection other category what you said is children who are committing um, crimes Crime. so they are called uh, children in conflict with law so to deal this uh, children need of care and protection the system is child welfare committee where i'm also heading now in one of the uh, child welfare committee in south in every district there is a child welfare committee across length and breadth of the country and every district also there is a juvenile justice board where those children who are in the coming in the conflict with law so when we say children according to uncrcp according to our juvenile justice also it is uh, from 0 to 18 years so this act covers the children from 0 to 18 years of age and uh, when you see any children in the street situations a public can call 109h that is a child line and uh, then the child line will take the further process they will be able to interact with the child and they'll be able to produce a child in the child welfare committee then we start inquiring the process and there is a one more system called district child protection unit in every district in short it is called dcpu so then we start inquiring we do social investigation report and whatever the need for the child it is being assessed and as per the needs further rehabilitation process will be undertaken so same as case of child in labor also right so when they are rescued they are also again produced 
what were the children who worked in such situation uh, we will uh, do for the back wages collection and work with the employers and some employers say pay for the money for the back wages then it is through the sdms and dms will also be in place of that and the children who were uh, sexually assaulted or abused or trafficked or anything they are also coming in the category of children in need of care and protection right so police system sjpu and uh, mm codes codes and everything we all work together to get the justice for the child and um, so that pokso act has been implemented in our country about um, 10 years back 2012 so that is mandatory reporting is the key point in the sexual assault case whether the sexual assault is uh, general opinion is assault is happening only for the girls actually as per the survey conducted by the minister of women and child development 50% of children of boys also being assaulted and abused sexually so it is a gender neutral act of pokso act right. so children also both the children are both the sex children are affected and uh, they go undergo a lot of uh, psychological trauma and psychological counseling also required some children may enter into a lot of medical complications also correct and serious mental illness will also come so it depends upon each and every child the interventions are planned and accordingly the child welfare committee plan for the rehabilitation of the child and uh, what the government also provides a compensation for the loss the child underwent so like that the entire um, children in need of care and protection we work for rehabilitation and reintegration with the family and with the society when it comes to coming to the children who are committing in the crimes uh, there are three categories like petty serious and heinous so that will be dealt by the juvenile justice board juvenile justice board also comprises of three people one is a principal magistrate and two are social members right it is the children are taken as children only it is be it will be very empathetically it will be viewed and again there also it will be working for the rehabilitation of the child only okay. punishment is not a big thing it's only for the rehabilitation that they work right the juvenile court so there's a natural i explained yes thing. yes you have shared everything in a in a very brief note uh, yeah. but i also uh, like doubt sometimes the actual numbers which are published are way lesser than the actual numbers like numbers published versus the yeah. actual things happening are way yeah, less yeah. than as as we can think of exactly because especially in sexual abuse case lot of stigma is there and one may one more important point is sexual abuse mostly happens within the known community only right within the family or it within the school or within the uh, any extended family relationship only Correct. so maybe less percentage happens with the outsiders so the stigma and uh, uh, the fear and the child also undergoes sort of guilt in it so opening up and coming forward to file a complaint it takes lot of time and courage also so there are cases which are not uh, definitely filed in the thing but now the awareness has to be increased uh, government is taking lot of steps for making awareness so now more number of cases are also being reported so that is why it requires lot of advocacy and awareness of awareness so that there should be a free space for the child to come and depose what is happening it should be in a house or it should be in a school or in a very one has to work for a safe environment for the child to be provided so Correct. that is a digital mandatory also and also both parents working uh, so for them also like some cases like we just spoke about the people who are uh, working or staying at like small areas but if yeah. we talk about middle class and upper middle class also where people are working yeah. there also uh, the, these kind of cases are arising in numbers because numbers. both parents are working and nobody is there to look after the kid kids because we the families 
family is the ultimate thing for any child the family should be very uh, open to ask for the child or the, the child should be enabled from the beginning to report or to share what what is happening in the society what's happening in the school what is happening in the classmate so the as early as it is being reported and early intervention is always good otherwise the child is sometimes continue to be abused also then it becomes right. a big hurt so an early intervention early reporting is always good for any be it disability area or be it in any other things in a sexual assault case no um, we should create a safe environment for the child to come and tell in the family or in the school whoever is trusted person for the child and uh, if uh, for the for the viewers i will be able to say if anything if you see a child has some different uh, uh, mood swing or the child is not able to go to school or the child is not concentrating in education and um, the child's marks is completely going down or child is not able to eat properly the child is not able to sleep properly then it is means is a area of concern so then we need to talk to the child and what is bothering the child so it may be a, any abuse or it may be even cyber bullying it may be anything also but it it needs to be attended Correct. so student uh, so this is a growing phase this is an adolescent period we cannot assume things so we need to definitely sit with the child and talk to the child and uh, the other if we are not able to do as parent we must go to a professional counselor so in in our india going to a professional counselor is only with the uh, higher sector higher income group or middle income group only correct but uh, and people feel hesitant to go to a counselor also so when we are sick cough and cold we go to a doctor so if have any mental health issues or anything we must consult a professional so we should not assume that this is because of age group this is because of that this is because that we shouldn't assume things so as um, early if you are going to identify it we can take the professional helps and try to help the child to come out from the problem correct so, early detection will help will help the child the child will it will get healing also fast right otherwise time taken for healing and for procedural things for uh, like medication everything would take longer as come longer, longer first thing is try to keep a check on children what is happening around them yeah. that is yeah. the best thing possible if something is happening is happened you cannot change yeah. this possible ways to counsel them to support them whatever best way you can yeah you you consult with the counselor or uh, consultant like uh, experts on this field experts on it. and every school should have a counselor and um, though in uh, public schools they have counselors and all but uh, the counsel ratio of uh, tutor taught is something good in our country but uh, ratio of counselor to students is very less very so less. that has to be enhanced so that uh, we can we'll be able to address the concern very easily and certain things uh, and awareness in the early age also especially on uh, sexual orientation and uh, sex education is also very important right. so that the children uh, don't get into trap sometimes what is uh, what we call children are learned also in a very early age children may not know that they are being abused also see what we call sexual accommodative syndrome so then that is also a bigger problem nowadays we come across correct so correct. trying to so proper education is required orientation is required for the child that can come only from the professional and from the schools only so right. every school should have should have to address all these issues especially uh, now everybody has got a phone call and uh, everything is pushed by uh, artificial intelligence and things like that so we are not able to uh, have much watch on those we don't have much control also 
so it demands to see children are used to seeing this mobiles now so we do not know what the children is was how much it is being affected mentally for them and what are the substances that children grasp and how it works in them also we may not know so uh, now is parenting is very difficult compared to about 20 years back or <laughs> later i mean very early years and also uh, the thing is like you cannot keep a watch on uh, your child throughout the day or throughout the night yes. it is yeah. also not possible what they consume on social media that cannot yes. everything cannot be checked and also if if we talk about government government cannot ban everything everything yeah so that is also problem social media especially after covid many children undergo this problem so right. you get a very uh, lot of calls and cyber bullying is also too much and children engaging in the social media is too much now right from 13 to 12 years onwards even before the teen starts children engaged so that uh, ruins the child's life sometimes it becomes irreparable damage also yes so we we do not have that much guts to fight with the system or uh, to accept that my i mean there is trust factor is also shaken in that so once a, a child makes a mistake then we are not able to accept it so again we start targeting we start uh, branding the child so that also ha- have repercussions uh, and that uh, aggravates the situation also yeah. so everything counseling is a um, counselor approach and uh, approaching the counselor is a need of the hour also right so that will really help and ma'am if i talk about the role of government and society in the welfare and protection of these children so what all things can be done which is not yet done the implementation part is bit lacking we have very good system good laws in our country there is no dearth of laws or anything recently also that uh, mission vatsalya has been uh, given by the government of india only uh, the funds allocation in the child protection system is uh, very less when you compare to in the budget also so we need to invest in child protection system and um, we we need to in uh, interest in counseling services and we need to sensitize the entire stakeholders and uh, hiring good professionals in the sectors that is also needed and uh, more awareness and more advocacy more community based rehabilitation is required so the government should uh, they are working but it is uh, they have to work still more so there is a, there is a lot of ngos are working in the grassroots level so if uh, because after covid again the funds are very much restricted to the ngos so they are not able to do what they are spared to do it also so the sponsorship program for the children and uh, scholarship for the children to meet to mitigate the economic crisis of the children then some problems will be solved to that extent this otherwise uh, the dj system is work and the dcp is also there but it needs to be more um, energized more uh, funds should be allocated so that we can do our um, more uh, capacity building workshops and training of the people also so the better stakeholders then we will be able to do a better service also correct when it comes yeah. to like uh, things related to sexual abuse or harassment these type of things the education should be imparted from the like when kid is really young like i think yeah, right. i would years. say fifth, fifth standard onwards we must start correct fifth standard onwards who can understand fifth, about ten, ten. what yeah. is good touch bad touch that can be done and also yeah. if we talk about e kids or children who are bagging and who are doing other activities like child labor and all so awareness at their 
लेवल ऑल्सो नीड्स टू बी देयर दैट दे हैव कोटास अवेलेबल वेयर एंड दे कैन गो फॉर अ फ्री एजुकेशन टू प्राइवेट स्कूल्स प्राइवेट स्कूल्स एजुकेशन फ्री एजुकेशन इज देयर बट समटाइम्स लैक ऑफ आधार कार्ड्स एंड लैक ऑफ आइडेंटिफिकेशन स्पेशली व्हेन यू टेक दिल्ली सो लॉट ऑफ माइग्रेटेड पीपल आर कमिंग सो दे डोंट हैव एनी आइडेंटिटी कार्ड्स the uh, they stay in a flyover they stay in traffic signals so to creating such uh, identification to get them enrolled in the school that itself is a big herculean task so uh, about 6 7 months back or i mean I, about a one year back uh, the dcp sir delhi commission for child right protection has uh, initiated such project and uh, more children are now enrolled in the schools and uh, enrolled in the government schemes like lordly schemes and uh, sugarya samriddhi schemes there are many schemes available for the girl children and father children also so and also we have to provide the livelihood of the parents some alternate employment and things like that should also be given so that no a child is not a single no it's a part of your family so unless we strengthen the family the child will not be able to take it so we must work on the capacity building of the children family also so that the child will have a more secure place so that needs a lot of uh, investment from the government and uh, social justice and everything <laughs> right otherwise uh, like children would not be able to go to school because if family is not able to afford their livelihood then children have to forcefully work for earning some maybe bagging or picking up the like yeah. things another menace in our society is uh, drug abuse so as early as children who are especially in delhi icbc many cases children as early as 7 years also they uh, put it in some um, kachchi they start uh, sucking it or they go in for cigarettes or alcohol some other toxic substances and as they grow they go for the injectables also so that has also to be minimized that has to be also to be I mean we can't eradicate it should be gradually reduced and those children should be provided de addiction treatment and things Like that, so yes. that is also part of um, child protection system only. Right. So that, there are yeah. things available to people. The only thing is awareness is missing. So yes. wherever possible, awareness needs to be created, and yeah. this awareness should go to uh, kids, children, as well yeah. as their parents too. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right, ma'am. So, uh, ma'am, coming back to you again, if I talk about you as a person, are you an introvert mm-hmm. or an extrovert? while meeting people or uh, like kind of facing a large audiences though i understand uh, you but i still asking you i am a very introvert i am a extrovert person only and um, i become friendly very fast and uh, very open very transparent person so i am an extrovert what is the plus or minus of the same is when you go and meet people i mean introvert there is no uh, plus or minus i think extrovert no i don't have to think what i said to a and what i said to b if i am going to be genuine so i don't have to um carry in my mind so <laughs> that is my plus and uh, i don't see any minus in it i i, mean, I don't care if anybody takes me another way also right <laughs> if you are genuine then you need not nature, i don't have to think this is this is my nature so i can't change also <laughs> right but there are some extrovert people who don't know what they are saying and what they are doing so they yeah. the problem arises yeah. right on a lighter note so uh, yeah yeah we want to the next one then if i talk yeah. about the kind of support you got in your journey who were the people supported you the most yeah initially my family then of course my husband ha- he has a huge role in me in but uh, 
I have studied more after my marriage, and um, he has supported me in every uh, step of my life. So when I started my business, also he has supported. I, I was doing well. Sometimes it didn't well, but be, uh, there was no blame game or anything. And he says it's an experience whether you learnt it. So uh, giving freedom and freedom of expression, freedom of work, and uh, things, and also he didn't su- stop me in supporting others. Also, he not only supported me and. Uh, Uh, suppose i mean i lost my brother and my sister in law also so uh, i thought i will uh, take uh, my brother's uh, daughter and uh, so i mean it uh, happened naturally so we never discussed or do anything so so like such a big decision also i was able to take or uh, that's because he's there behind me for all my actions and everything so he's my entire strength <laughs> <laughs> wonderful that's really wonderful yeah great is biggest strength so uh, ma'am if i talk about motivation and inspiration in your life how you get motivated or you how you get inspired from yeah see uh, i have uh, about three friends to name i have it's more, more than 45 years we are friends right. so one mrs girija kumar babu she is in chennai i started i have worked with her from my teens onwards so we are now still friends so she is my my inspiration i always look anything for any guidance or opinion and everything so she is my ultimate uh, inspiration and uh, one of my friend mrs usha is also there another friend mrs janaki raman so these three have really have been my strength from the beginning till now also so they are my real motivators and of course my husband is also a great encouraging person for me and motivator also <laughs> stand by always and uh, my daughter is uh, before marriage or anything like we had only uh, mother daughter relationship but after marriage and things like that we discussed many things and um, sort of i always feel a guilt that i was not doing my mother as a role because i was running around for many things for my career and things like that but uh, she never took that as a um, uh, as a deficiency or anything so she appreciates me so when she appreciates what you have done i realize now so that is a big compliment and encouragement for me also that's really wonderful ma'am if i talk about your take on success what do you think about success i don't think anything is success uh, in my opinion i take as the life comes i don't take i have achieved something and um, i don't think anything is success even passing a exam or anything also it's one thing that i have uh, crossed it that's all i don't take it as a success so like it is, you you take it as a journey it's a journey that's all right great so uh, ma'am we are moving on to the last one any message advice you would like to share with our viewers and listeners yeah i think uh, helping somebody always is uh, i mean my uh, goal in my life whether we give what even not not my money or resources or anything even we're going to sit by the patient for 10 minutes that is also kind of helping only so any everybody can help and uh, everybody also requires help so if you are able to match and what is the strength of me if i'm going to use for another person when a person is in crisis or anything so that should be done so we shouldn't help hesitate in helping suppose some road accident happens if i am going to call or if i am going to call police i shouldn't hesitate so whether i will be entangled in this or i will be called for the court or anything so the instinct should be to help so wherever it is possible everybody should help so that is what uh, my mantra of life so right. i i want to give that only as my to your viewers also 
correct because we always uh, need somebody's help and we should always help somebody who is in need yes that is how the balance of life happens yes we really, should regret yeah. yes yes really important for everybody to get help yeah. and to help others so yes. uh, i must say uh, whatever discussion we had today was really wonderful amazing insights you have shared uh, about the work you have done the work you are doing and also uh, the thing uh, related to child uh, like uh, labor maybe uh, like beggaring uh, is one of the thing which we see daily but we can't work on it we can't do anything about it so there are ways we can help these children as well by providing <coughs> them education supporting their education maybe we cannot do it directly but indirectly of course we can do exactly and uh, that that's way we can help uh, children who are facing any other kind of abuse or uh, problem in their life so we should also find ways to support them if we can do it personally then definitely we should do it otherwise we can find somebody who is an expert who can counsel them who can guide them who can teach them and support them to come out of the problem area they are having so there mm-hmm. are available we should know it we should understand it and also we should create awareness about these things as well people who don't know it for them it would be really important so yeah. uh, thank you so very much ma'am it was wonderful having you here looking forward to hear more from you again soon maybe on the uh, same topic or maybe on different topics as you are practicing okay. spirituality also sometimes we can talk about that as well sure sure thank you so much it's nice talking to you really same yeah. here, ma'am it was you brought my my memories back in fact <laughs> I was in the down the memory lane of course. Have wonderful Thank having you, so you here and I will yeah. also share your social media link along with the interview so that people can be in touch with you take your help guidance and okay. awareness about the things you are practicing or helping people so that could yeah. be helpful to many people. So guys don't forget to check that out too. Thank you so very much everyone for watching and listening. I hope you all must have gathered a lot of information and enjoyed watching it. Don't forget to like share subscribe have a good time. Thank you and bye bye.